0: One, two, three, four. Welcome to Song Salad with Shannon and Scott.
1: I'm Shannon. And I'm
0: Scott. I'm a professional
1: writer and your resident lyricist.
0: And I'm a professional musician and your resident composer. And, and together, together,
1: we toss up a new song each week
0: using a random music genre
1: and a random topic.
0: That's right. Using our proprietary patented parade industrial strength salad <laughs> spinner, we randomize over 500 music genres.
1: And hit the random article button on Wikipedia <laughs> to get our topic.
0: You That's can't right. just
1: add a noun.
0: It was an adjective.
1: A per- Oh, okay. I see.
0: A parade salad spinner. Mm-hmm. Just like a parade float. I mean... Ugh. I'm right. Nah. Tell our listeners what we did last week, Shannon.
1: Last week, we wrote a old school hip hop song
0: uh-huh. <laughs>
1: about asteroid mm,
0: Ryugu. 24601 Ryugu. <laughs> <laughs> This asteroid stole a loaf of bread and has been traveling the solar system trying to escape its pursuer.
1: Bring him home, guys. Bring him home. Bring him and then home. we'll all die. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Yes, so we did that hip-hop song about an asteroid, uh, Robot, Boogie, in Space, and we just had Easter weekend. Uh Uh-huh. So I hope everyone had a nice time.
1: (laughs) I hope you had a good
0: Easter, if
1: you do Easter.
0: Also Passover. Right. Hope you had a good one of those. Nothing to add here?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Those are two holidays I don't celebrate. (laughs) 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 It's like if you were like... Happy Arbor Day. And I was like, yeah, uh, I mean, cool. Like, I like, I understand that other people celebrate this,
0: but right. I don't. It's great.
1: Was your family a <laughs> money in egg or candy in egg family? Candy. Up? Definitely candy.
0: candy. Mm. Definitely candy and egg, Uh, but money when you found the Afikomen on Passover. Oh. So, so we had both.
1: Gotcha. Well, I I also had both because uh, well, so growing up, half my family is uh Syrian, and mm-hmm. so they celebrate Orthodox Easter, which is usually like offset by regular Easter by like a couple <laughs> weeks. Okay. Uh, usually, almost exclusively later. Okay. Um, and my. Protestant family Mm -hmm. would do, like, Easter baskets, Uh but not necessarily an Easter egg hunt, but my Eastern Orthodox family would do an Easter egg hunt uh, when I I was little. That kind of, like, petered out in the last, like, 15 years or so, but Mm -hmm. on a very large piece of property owned by my great uncle, and all of the eggs would be hidden with, like, change in them. So it was like all money on that side and all candy on the other side.
0: We should do a New York City Easter egg hunt where they're all filled with quarters and you can use them for laundry.
1: Yeah, you just get to do (laughs) laundry afterwards.
0: (laughs) It's the New York City free laundry Easter egg hunt. (laughs) I mean,
1: honestly, people would probably participate in that.
0: They would kill each other for it.
1: People would do it even if there were nothing in the eggs. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> See, we wouldn't really do an Easter egg hunt, but we would have our Easter baskets hidden. When we yes. woke up in the morning, the basket was hidden. We'd have clues around the house left by the Easter bunny.
1: Oh, clues is very interesting. Ours it was like just a scavenger hidden. hunt. Yeah, Gotcha. Mm-hmm. The Easter egg hunt that my family did. Um, I'm not a terribly competitive person in games necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. Like, need to win games or anything like that. Um, but a lot of people in my family are very competitive, and maybe I talked about this before, but the kids would do all the hunting, but the competition was really between all of our parents. Uh huh. Uh, and so there would be like a lot of you know, like backseat driving of the kids, <laughs> like going and looking for easter other. Did you eggs. check by
0: the tree? Did you check by the tree?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And like pointing at things and like yelling like, go, go, go. (laughs) Or like, beat your cousin. Get there before her. Right. And I do remember one time uh, falling in a huge mud slick and like wiping out in pursuit. And like my eggs flying everywhere. And so I had a little basket. And I remember my uncle, my dad was like, get up, get up. And my uncle uh, and he was like yelling at my uncle because i guess i was like chasing my cousin or something and my uncle just kept going no blood no foul no blood no foul.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it got That's pretty awesome. intense
1: but yeah i have good memories of that
0: <laughs> well i hope everyone has just as intense of an easter <laughs> as shannon <laughs> great let's see what's in store for us this week as we fire up the salad spinner to generate our genre and topic this week we are writing a Eurodance Euro song about, about <laughs> United States, States Daughters, Daughters of, of 1812. 1812. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, what do you know about Eurodance? <laughs>
1: um nothing off the top of my head, but I'm going to guess it's like house music.
0: Yeah. European house music. Yeah, that's probably all I know.
1: I mean, it's right there in the name. It's <laughs> it's a genre that Europeans dance to.
0: Yeah, so it's probably going to be synth-tastic.
1: I can't wait.
0: Cool. Cool. What do you know about the United States daughters of eighteen
1: twelve? Um, never heard of them before.
0: Me either. But I've heard of like daughters of yes. the Revolution.
1: Yeah, daughters of the American Revolution. Right. Which I guess I don't understand. I always felt that Daughters of the American Revolution or whatever was kind of like Lady Masons or something. I'm like, what Lady are you, Freemasons? Yeah. Like, what is this like loose society? Like, what is are it, you like yeah, I never highway knew, cleanup? Like, what's happening? Is
0: it like a historical preservation thing or is it just like a exclusive society for the sake of having it like what yeah i don't really know
1: i don't know there's a lot of things that i that i like put in the same bucket in my brain which i think might be wrong and like let's find out <laughs> <Sure>. but it's <laughs> like the elks club
0: and yes. the like the uh friars yeah who are club? the guys that wear
1: the fezes
0: that's the um it sounds like a a circus yeah the Shriners Shriners uh, yeah they and then do there's a circus. like the Lions Club the yeah. Rotary Club yeah there's, yeah yeah like, I, I don't know the difference between any of those yeah
1: it's just like where old people go and I think they do community service
0: yeah they do like college scholarships yeah
1: yeah and yeah and
0: stuff so maybe this is like daughters of you know somehow related to the War of 1812 slash like community service yeah well because like the american
1: legion i understand the american legion right yeah it's a club for veterans right uh and i guess they have like bingo and stuff there (laughs) yes i don't know i probably sound really ignorant but like I i really just put all those clubs in one like under one umbrella in my brain and left it alone yeah so in pittsburgh pittsburgh is a very um uh like has a long history of different immigrant groups coming right. there. Um, and so we had a bunch of like ethnicity specific ones of these clubs in got Pittsburgh. It, like we it. had like the Yugoslav Club wow. was one. And I would, I remember like some people would have their graduation parties at the Yugoslav Club. <laughs> so like obviously you could rent out these spaces too.
0: Yeah. I know across the street from our high school was the like VFW where like you know the American Legion would meet and you could use that space for other things. Yeah, yeah. And there was a big helicopter in front of it. Ooh, a yeah, helicopter, like a, like a Vietnam era helicopter, just like as sculpture in front of the VFW. That's pretty cool. cool.
1: So maybe it's like that. Maybe it's
0: like that. <laughs> maybe neither it has here nothing to do with it nor there. Yeah. Uh, let's learn about Eurodance. Okay. <laughs> mm. Y'all ready for this? <inaudible> we started listening to some examples, and my wife goes, Are you guys doing jock jams? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, close. It's basically anything that could be played at a halftime show.
0: <laughs> yes. It's yes. very exciting. This is Eurodance, and it's all of those pump up jams. Basically, yeah, <laughs> space jam. Well, not really, no, uh, songs from space jam. So, Euro dance, uh, also known as Euro NRG or just Euro, uh, originated in the late 1980s in Europe. It combines techno, high NRG, house music, and Euro disco. And what makes it stand out from other techno and house music genres is melodic emphasis, and that could be either synthesizer melodies or commonly vocal melodies. So, songs like, I've got the power. Yes. Like, those vocal hooks are, like, what really make the genre what it is, usually combined with some rapping.
1: Yeah. So... Simple choruses, Mm -hmm. alternating back and forth between the more like sung power vocals Mm -hmm. and then rapped verses. Yes. Themes in the lyrics are often about partying and dancing and like expressing big emotions and like (laughs) overcoming negative emotions.
0: Right, but you also pointed out to me that Typically, these songs are written in minor keys, Yeah, even though lyrics tend to be more positive.
1: Yeah, which which Wikipedia asserts uh, lends them a certain power because there's kind of like this underlying darkness, but really and like... And drive. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, and these songs are a little bit faster than a lot of other techno genres, usually around 140 to 150 beats per minute, which is pretty quick. And there's obviously an emphasis on percussion and rhythm in the songs, all electronic drum beats, and use of synthesizer melodies and rapid synthesizer arpeggios. So that's when you like break up chords or patterns and play them really fast. Like like repeating kind of things. (laughs)
1: Like that. This genre emerged in the late 80s and then was very popular through the 90s, especially in Europe. And uh, even artists even american artists were had more success at, at this genre in europe so like yeah. people would be making music here but it would really only chart in europe
0: yeah and specifically a lot of this music started coming out of germany once the uh, berlin wall fell mm. in 1990 when two german music producers michael munzig and luca enzalotti under their pseudonyms Benito Benitez and John Virgo Garrett III. Oh, boy. Good pseudonym. uh, They formed a group called Snap in Frankfurt, and Snap combined rap and soul vocals and added uh, computerized rhythms and electronic sounds, and they're credited as sort of birthing this genre, Eurodance. So their first single was The Power, released in 1990. And it became number one on the charts in the Netherlands, Spain, Switzerland, and the UK, uh, and popularized the genre within Europe in the following years. So let's listen to a little bit of the powwow.
1: got the power.
0: It's such an iconic song.
1: It is. It's great.
0: Uh, The other iconic song that came out of the early 90s was Get Ready for This. Do you want to listen to that? Yeah. (laughs) This is by Two Unlimited, and they are a group from the Netherlands, actually.
1: so you'll notice that in get ready for this the only lyric is get y'all ready for this
0: (laughs) (laughs) not even the title (laughs) yeah not
1: even the title uh so Obviously, we're not going to go that far with the like simple lyric. Yeah. Uh, we'll but- do
0: something more like the power, where there's either well, probably a rapped verse and yeah. then some kind of sung hook. Yeah. Uh, there's also uh, a song called "Ride on Time" that you might be familiar with. That was from the from 1989 uh, by an artist named Black Box in Italy. Uh, that sort of was at the very very early stage of the genre wasn't quite classified as Zero Dance yet uh, but that's got a little bit more vocal, sung vocals going on. So let's hear a little clip of that too. Cool. Great songs.
1: This will be very fun to try to write.
0: I just noticed that cotton Eye Joe is classified as a Eurodance song. What? It's by a Swedish artist. What? Named Rednecks.
1: What? With an X. Whoa. Did so we, we talk about this before? I feel like we've talked about cotton Eye Joe on this show.
0: I don't know if we have. Oh, my God. But there's cotton Eye Joe. There's also Rhythm is a Dancer. You know that one? Rhythm is a dancer. Oh, yep, yep, yep. That's also by Snap, the same group that did Ah, The Power. There's Uh, also
1: the, um, did we talk about pump up the jam, pump it up?
0: (laughs) We did not, but that's by Technotronic from Belgium. And there is Hathaway, classic, with What is Love? (gasps) Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. All of these songs are so catchy. there's I don't so know how good. we're going to write something that catchy. I
1: don't I mean we're not, but let's just settle ourselves to that now.
0: We need to like keep it simple, right? Yes. So, like simple hook, and then we can rap about whatever. But like yeah. whatever we sing needs to be like short, catchy and like earwormy.
1: Yes. <laughs> it needs to feel big. It needs to feel like you could belt it out yeah. while you're like cruising down the highway.
0: power power vocals
1: speaking of power. Let's talk about the Daughters of the War of 1812.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's see what power they have. I'm sure we can come up with like their pump up jam.
1: I mean, that's what we're going to do.
0: Here we go. All right. Mm.
1: Well, it's pretty much what we thought. Pretty much. They, you know, make memorials and put flags on things yeah
0: they mark historic spots, yes, related to I think not just this war of eighteen
1: twelve uh no it's it's kind of everyone who was in the military from seventeen eighty four to eighteen twelve mm. apparently, and so they'll commemorate patriotic anniversaries, they'll mark historic spots. Um, uh, urging Congress to like collect and preserve records and archives of the military and military uh, members of that time. Yes.
0: They also have a museum and a library uh, with memorabilia from that time period. And they also work with, you know, contemporary veterans organizations uh, and uh, just do general community service related to patriotism and the military. So
1: they educate people about the American flag And they award uh, ROTC and JROTC medals also.
0: Yeah, they currently have over 6,312 members, 43 different state societies, and 184 chapters and are still growing. So actually a larger organization than I expected.
1: Yeah, to get into the organization, it's supposedly for people who are descendants of Uh, service members in that time period that we mentioned. Yeah,
0: they said anyone who like aided the American cause at that time.
1: Yeah, so I bet if you were like the descendant of a battlefield nurse or something, you could probably also get in Yeah, I would imagine. But to get in, you do have to apply and then have the endorsement of two members in good standing to whom the applicant is personally known.
0: So it is like the Freemasons in that way.
1: I guess so. So it's just, it's a club. It's a club. It's a club. And they do nice things. Yes.
0: And it's all women.
1: Yes. Their slogan is liberty, fraternity, and unity. A little weird they didn't pick sorority. You know. But I guess fraternity in the general sense.
0: Yeah. But they also like... With all of their notable members and everything, they refer to them as their husband's names. Like, it's always Mrs. Ulysses Grant instead of whatever her name was. Yeah. For all of them, they do this. I mean, does that surprise you? Kinda, Mm. but no. Yeah, it doesn't really (laughs) surprise me. They do say, like, either wives and daughters, you know, like, the, the notable members are either wives and daughters of men who were important to that war or women who were like notable in their own right. But they don't really make a distinction between the two. Cool. So. So. Yeah.
1: We need to write the appropriate party dance pump up jam party for these pump up jam. white ladies. <laughs> these generally elderly white ladies. If I'm just going by all of the pictures of their membership on their
0: website. Yes, that's uh, that's what it looks like. What like powerful emotion would they be grappling with that we could address through song?
1: (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: Either a powerful emotion or some kind of. Well, I mean, the Wikipedia article about Eurodance does say the lyrics involve issues of love and peace could be something about peace and war.
1: Yeah. War and peace or like fighting for recognition, like being uh-huh. recognized.
0: Uh-huh. Or it could be about like finding new things to put in the museum and we can go,
1: I've got the memorabilia. Nope. Okay. Veto. <laughs> <laughs> Good try though.
0: <laughs> Y'all ready for this flag? It's <laughs> just women folding a flag. <laughs>
1: Can we get uh, the sound effect of a flag folding (laughs) to sample?
0: (laughs) Mark up the grave. Mark up that grave. (laughs) Mark
1: up the grave. Mark it up. Mark it up.
0: Anyway. Well, I'm going to get started on putting together my uh, pump-up jam synthesizers, some nice fast arpeggios, and a big electric dance beat.
1: And I am going to do a little more research poking around on their website and then try to come up with a like a cohesive direction for the song. Okay. Okay. Mm.
0: Oh, I'm so ready. Me too. This is gonna be fun.
1: I I think so. I think the next
0: NBA game. The next NBA basketball game. I like
1: couldn't think of a single NBA team to say. (laughs) Uh, I guess. The
0: Boston Red Sox.
1: Yes. Great. Um, No, I was trying to think. But like, oh, I guess like the Cavaliers, right? Cleveland. Since it was founded in Cleveland. Sure. The Cleveland Cavaliers will be playing this at their next halftime show.
0: Yes. We can sell this. We can market this. This can be on Jock Jams 57 or whatever. (laughs)
1: Why is it that it's especially basketball games, do you think?
0: I don't know. There must have been like one person, like radio DJ or whoever it was, like halftime show planner that just like found that get ready for this song and decided to play it at a basketball game. And it got the crowd so amped that they were like, yes, this is the genre. We need to use these songs exclusively. Yeah.
1: But like, but think about get ready for this. Being played at like a hockey game. Like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't
0: work as well. I mean, I could, I can picture it, but no, basketball feels the most right. The and tempo. it feels too, yeah, it feels too um, poppy for like football. Yeah. Football used to be more like, you know, grounded and like, yeah, go get them. Where basketball, it's like, yeah, pump it up. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe, guess, though. So. Maybe it's also a matter of basketball being extremely popular. At the same time that these songs were extremely mm. popular, like because of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Instance, and like Chicago Bulls and all that. Yeah. Like basketball was the thing, like the sport in America at that time.
1: Yeah. I mean, the 90s Bulls were like the coolest thing going.
0: And these songs happened to coincide. Yeah. So, true. Yeah. Maybe it's that.
1: Sorry to all of our non American listeners who probably don't understand the phenomenon of sure, NBA basketball. Maybe
0: they, I don't know. It, it's in enough like TV and movies and
1: just go watch uh, Space Jam.
0: Yes. Honestly. Which I almost watched on the airplane the did other you, day. Because <laughs> it really? is available. And I was like, Space Jam deserves a good rewatch. Uh
1: I learned a cool thing on the US 1812org eighteen twelve dot org uh website. What is that? Which is that you can search for your own ancestors to see if you're eligible. Ooh, me, me. I mean, <laughs> you aren't eligible because you're not a
0: lady. Well, it say I was.
1: Okay, say you were. So I I do have... So on my mom's side, uh, our ancestors go back to the... Well, there is some evidence to suggest that we have some Native American uh, history... But that's not confirmed. Uh, My uncle is currently in the middle of a genealogy project and he has like found some accounts of that, but not really. So I was going to say my first confirmed ancestor goes back to the Revolutionary War. Okay. Uh, His name was Daniel McCoy. Daniel McCoy. And he was on the first census with Thomas Jefferson. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So that's like my first documented ancestors. So I have like a couple names of people that I was like, oh, I could just search those names and see if they Uh come up. And I couldn't find any. But again, this was like a very cursory look. But you can go and you can search for your American ancestor names. U.S.Daughters1812.org.
0: Yeah, look yourself up. See if you find anything.
1: Anyway, that was just a little
0: diversion. Well, don't look yourself up, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you didn't serve in the War of 1812. (laughs) Maybe you did. Unless you're a
1: ghost. (laughs) Also, if you're a ghost and you listen to our podcast, please write to us. Yeah, tweet at us. songsolidpodcast.com. Can I read you my lyrics? Yes. So I wanted to do the pump-up jam for them, basically. And I just kind of wanted to be enthusiastic about their whole deal. like That's a good thing. Just kind of allude to their reason they exist. Yeah. And pick like a fun rhythmic rhyming thing for the like power vocal section cool so here is the sung part uh it's quick ladies of liberty angels of unity sing of fraternity sing of fraternity all right so i took their motto and i just made it into the the lyric cool uh here is the wrapped or like recitative part okay <laughs> daughters of servicemen wifeies and women from ohio to ocean and back again back again fundraise and praise archive and rage dance for the <laughs> graves of those who were brave
0: nice <laughs> cool and then we just go into the song part again
1: yeah or like however you want to break it up like we could even do like the first line of it like repeated yeah. or like the end of the line like repeat it repeat it
0: right like if you listen to the intro to what is love by Hathaway he sings what is love baby don't hurt me don't hurt me no more and then there's some music and then he just sings baby don't hurt me don't hurt me no more so he like kind of chops up the hook
1: yeah I think we should do whatever feels whatever feels right Whatever feels right yeah no rules just right
0: well I'm feeling this music you want to hear about it yes please so I've got a couple sections going on. We're going to start with like an extended uh, intro that doesn't have the beat dropping yet. And it starts out with just a synthesizer lead, which sounds like this.
1: Very exciting.
0: Then we have our first version of a bass line here that's something that's a little bit more static that's just for under the like verse section or the rap section but it's also going to appear in the intro so here's what that first bass line sounds like
1: just establishing the groove yep. i like it
0: mm-hmm. then we have a rising synth line that kind of like builds the tension and that's what this sounds like 10th and then we finally drop the real beat and then we get the the actual beat plus the synthesizer chords and pads and synth bass uh all with this similar melody to what we heard in the beginning so here's first the beat and then those synthesizer chords and bass that come in
1: Remind me what a pad is again.
0: Yeah, a pad is a synth sound that is used for basically laying down chords for an extended period of time that don't move. So just like having a wash of a sound as if it was like strings all sustaining notes for a while. So that's a synth pad. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much the structure. And then we're going to have the sung hook. Uh, we're gonna have some additional vocal, like oohs and ahs, yeah. Uh, some like wispy female, like hoo, hoo, kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it'll be fun. Me too. And for I- our, the rap style, yeah, I think we'll go more similar to Pump Up the Jam, where it's like that sprechstimme thing of <laughs> like half sung, half spoken. Where it's not like, pump up the jam. It's more like, pump up the jam.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I think it's just like, um, speaking into the beat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Come on and slam, and welcome to the jam.
1: (laughs) 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 It's just going to be great. It's going to be great. Let's be honest.
0: (laughs) So, title?
1: Hmm. Uh, I don't know what the, like... I mean, I guess the most obvious naming convention that we have seen is that the hook is just the title or part of the hook is the title.
0: Sure. So like Ladies of Liberty or Sing of Fraternity.
1: Yeah. I think Sing of Fraternity is maybe better than Ladies of Liberty. Yeah.
0: It's probably the the more hooky part of the hook.
1: Yeah. I mean, Archive and Rage is also
0: (laughs) good. So is Wifeys and Women. Yeah. Dance for the Graves we can do fundraise and praise
1: fundraise and praise we could do whatever we want honestly let's not limit ourselves to the hook because i don't feel like the most interesting lyric comes from the hook
0: uh, daughters of dance
1: (laughs) (laughs) we could call it the 1812 overture
0: oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh I, i like that idea Maybe not the overture, but like the eighteen twelve something, the eighteen twelve jam.
1: The eighteen twelve jam, sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, great. Okay, cool, cool. Here is the eighteen twelve jam,
1: a Eurodance song
0: about the United States daughters of eighteen twelve by Shannon and Scott. Sing a fraternity. Sing a fraternity. 1812 bitches honor your husbands
1: Ladies of Liberty Angels of Unity
0: of servicemen, wifeys and women from Ohio to Ocean and back again, back again. and praise, archive and rage, dance for the graves of those who were brave.
1: I am into the song. Uh, uh,
0: uh, uh. I mean, how can you not groove to it? It's really good. Super catchy. Yes. <laughs> I think Sing we... Sing opportunity. I think we doed it. I think we dude it. Yeah. A decisive dude <laughs> from Shannon and Scott. Uh, maybe Eurohouse was always the genre we were meant to do. I mean, it seems kind of appropriate for us, right? I wonder why it took us so long to get here. Yeah. (laughs) Because this is another one of those genres where like, you hear these songs everywhere, you grow up with them, and then it's like, I never thought about what to call that. Yeah. And now we know.
1: On a weekly basis, I am surprised by the songs that we turn up.
0: Right. It's like, oh, yeah. I never thought about categorizing Cotton Eye Joe.
1: I mean, Cotton Eye (laughs) Joe still... Really surprises me that that was on that list. I hope that the United States Daughters of (laughs) 1812 would approve of this song? Question mark? Definitely not.
0: Well, maybe if I hadn't said bitches.
1: Yeah, you did say bitches, didn't you?
0: Well, the deep voice man said bitches. I didn't say bitches. Yeah. The deep voice man.
1: It's funny how he tends to come by just like right in the nick of time whenever we need him.
0: He's like, Hey, guys, you recording today? (laughs) (laughs) Do you need a deep voice man today? I'm here if you need me. (laughs) If if not, I'll just be over here. It's also nice how the... (laughs) Just ignore me in the corner. Yeah,
1: I've been meaning to talk to you about the creepy man in the corner of your room.
0: (laughs) He's very loud. He's always going...
1: And then the auto-tune lady comes by, too. (laughs) 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 I really like her. <laughs>
0: yes. She's a fan favorite. <laughs> the lady that doth bring the auto-tunes.
1: <laughs> the fairy of the auto-tune. <laughs>
0: um speaking of auto-tuning. Yeah. Uh another thing to be grateful for this Easter Passover 420 weekend is um uh, <laughs> the release of Beyoncé's homecoming. Ah. Uh if you are a music fan, if you're not a music fan please watch the Beyonce film Homecoming on Netflix. It's her 2018 Coachella performance and a documentary that she made about it. And there's one moment in particular where there's like live auto-tuning on her voice like for an effect and it's super cool. Yeah? Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff they do with her microphone live with like making her voice deeper or like adding auto-tuning or like, you know, other crazy things, but it's just so well done. It's super cool.
1: Well, why don't you do that to my voice?
0: Uh, those auto-tune software programs that are used for, like, Beyonce yeah. cost thousands of dollars.
1: <laughs> so you better get on Patreon, everybody. Good segue. Actually, we do have a new Patreon donor. Ooh. So thank you so much to Speely. Thanks, Speely. And uh, if you want to be like Speely and contribute to our Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash Salad. Uh, For just $2 a month, we'll send you a sticker. $5, you get access to bonus content, Scott Wasserman. (laughs) It's uh, coming. at $10 a month, you can contribute to the salad bowl, where we will draw a random topic and genre every month uh, to substitute for one of uh, the randomized ones.
0: Yes. Uh, You can also just support us by following us on social media at song salad cast on twitter and on facebook you can join the group song salad podcast the produce section and you can find out more about us on our website songsaladpodcast.com where merch is also available
1: hooray
0: until next week
1: i'm shannon and i'm scott and this has been song salad
0: eat Eat your your veggies veggies. eat your veggies Mm Mm. Eat mm. your
1: veggies. Mm. Eat your veggies. Eat your
0: veggies. Yeah. I'm uh, reminding you to eat your three, veggies. Five. <laughs>